are listening to a podcast of Ice and Fire, episode 194 for the week of May 1st, 2016. Welcome back, everyone, to the longest-running podcast dedicated to George R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire series and occasionally HBO's Game of Thrones. As usual, this is Ashley. And this is Amin. And we're coming back now to talk about the Ice and Fire Convention 2016, which we just went to the past weekend. And, uh, and we always like to do a kind of like a recap, talk about what we did. So we're going to talk about that convention. Well, we have the schedule open from the website, so that's going to like kind of remind us what we did. Uh, when did you uh, come in? Uh, what day did you come in for the convention? Um, I came up uh, the Thursday. The Thursday, yeah. You drove in, right? Yep. Drove from Chicago. So it was a 10-hour drive. <laughs> Yeah, it's for, it was for this year, I guess. We were we were in Mountain Lake Lodge, which is in um, Virginia, right? Yeah. Yep. And uh, it's apparently where Dirty Dancing was filmed, so people a lot of people enjoyed that kind of side thing. But it was a beautiful lodge up in the mountains, and it's quite a drive. And I, I flew into Columbus and uh, carpooled down with KK, so it was further than usual. We're used to just being just outside Columbus. Uh, so I also got there on Thursday night, and I met you there. And then you had the uh, one-punch man... Uh, cape for me and uh, buttons which is nice i want to say that the drive wasn't as bad as i thought it would be and like the last few hours going through the virginia mountains there it was beautiful I, I loved that part of the drive that was very nice yeah it was beautiful there there's two roads that go up there we figure out one of them is actually paved really well that's when you have to take the other one is all like huh. beat up so yeah we were on the paved ones though didn't see mm. the other yeah, it was and, very nice. There's a uh, uh, when you get to the end of this whole weekend, there's a story on the way out that I'll mention on the paved one. But okay, so we were there, and um, I made a cape for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for One Punch Man, and it's pretty good. I just need to figure out how to get it on properly. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe try duct tape. Yeah, I think like what I what I'm gonna do or is especially like kind of get, get something on it that loops around my neck, maybe that that holds most of the weight. And then put that there. It's more okay. for show. That might be well, the Well, actually, because it's double-sided, maybe you could just safety pin it and then put that thing over top. Exactly. Like, that thing is... The, the clips are more for show, just to be yeah. there. They don't actually have to hold it up like they might do in the actual suit. Um, I'll put up an a image of, of One Punch Man of Saitama from it. So I'm going to be cosplaying that at Anime North, which is coming up uh, end of May. But we kind of were like going to pre-test my cosplay at uh, at the Ice and Fire convention. With most cosplays, of course, the glued in holes. Yeah, <laughs> but for half the weekend, like I, I was Saitama, <laughs> I was on the Iron Throne of Saitama. I was going around, then people recognized it, so it was fun. It was kind of a nice preview. And you were uh, sexy George, I think, was your first cosplay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like my George costume. Yeah. he always has to make an appearance at Ice and Fire Con in some form. <laughs> But it looks like, so for Thursday nights, for the next year, the next convention, we might actually have an official like event or something on Thursday nights. Yeah, I, I think they're going to actually start it on Thursday, and I think that makes a lot of sense because <laughs> it really ends Sunday morning. Like We don't really do events on Sunday Yeah, because everyone's traveling out, so it would make sense to make you know the trip worthwhile to start it Thursday evening. Yeah, and, and just, it, it's so helpful to come, and this is, this is true of Anime North as well, just to get there like on the Thursday be able to rest, sleep properly, get up, and you're refreshed for the actual convention. So that was that was good. Get your last minute cosplay prep <coughs> completed. Yeah. <laughs> Lord knows you never finished your costume before a con. So so that was it for Thursday. Really, uh, there was doesn't really much going on. We're just meeting up with people that were there, catching up. Yeah, we we worked on some you know volunteer stuff, getting things put together and ready. Mm. Yeah, the badges. Mostly volunteers there on Thursday. Yeah. Okay, so then on Friday, you and I actually had an early shift at registration. Um, yep. So we were, we were together at the table, and people were getting their, like, drink water bottles things and <laughs> checking in. And we, so we were checking in. It was fun. It was good to recognize people and from last year. Yeah, this year, Friday, it was just so busy for me, like, just mm. being a volunteer. I didn't get to do some of the things I wanted to. Mm. But I had an idea, like, there's... Um, well, registration is going on. People are also doing mock, mock election posters. Okay. And uh, 
um, the mock election is you can basically make a character from the books and make a poster for them to, you know, get people to vote for that character and, you know, the person who would poster with the most votes wins. But I had wanted to make one and I couldn't, didn't get a chance because, like, we were doing registration and if that was over, I had to go to something else and then something else I had to do and didn't get to do that. Mm. And that's that election is w- where people can put names in the box as many as they want, but each one has to be unique. Yes. Yeah. You have to vote using characters from the book, but they have to be unique characters because if someone else doubles it, they it will cancel each other out. But that rule might change next year since so <laughs> someone found a way to bypass it. Was it uh, Jasmine who did that, or, or it was Brian. Brian? Yeah, but they were t- working together, I guess, on supporting the same person. Yeah, so he like. Which which came in handy. He he memorized a bunch of names from the books, so which helped for he, trivia. He pretty much pre wrote out his uh, ballots and then oh, okay. stuffed the ballot box. Yeah, so we, we might prevent that next time, <laughs> or come with a different way of doing that. Yeah. Okay, so there was yeah there were arts and crafts. I guess people could decorate their badges. There's combat class. I didn't see that either. Uh, we didn't really do much till the podcast meetup. That was the first major oh. thing. Yeah, we keep mentioning these cups. Um, the, the every year, you know, at registration, we get you get like a small little gift bag or some, mm. some sort of gift prizes. And uh, this year, they had little travel cups with the Ice and Fire logo on it. Um, and it's like a sealed container that you can put put your drinks in and carry around with you. So it's like a like a water bottle but with a straw. Yeah, it's, it's very good. convenient. Like it's a and, and I didn't get mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I lost mine too. You lost it, yeah. Like when I was a check-in, I should have just gone and put it in my room, and it did not. And then it, over the weekend, I just never properly got it, and so I don't have one. Uh, but hopefully, we'll get it next yeah. year. <laughs> and the other <laughs> gift was um, there was two gifts. There's that, and there was a keychain, which was a dual bottle cap opener, as well as a little car light. You know, like one of those little things oh. you can see. Or yeah, I guess I didn't get that either. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll save it for me next year. That's just, yeah. You just need it because the stuff like the, the the remember the pens that we got a couple of years ago. It's like so rare now that it's like you could. It's one of the silent auction items because they don't make them anymore. Yeah, so it was there. I didn't realize this before, but apparently their gifts are unique to the year and they don't want to redo them. So it's kind of like you get a mm. gift each year. And we've got them all. We've been collecting them all. So yeah. gotta catch them all. Okay, so we had podcast vice and fire meet up. Um, so, which was good. We might reschedule that the next year. We, we realize it's right in the middle of stuff. Like, it, you might as well have it like at nine or something at night on the Friday. Uh, I want to apologize that I seem awkward and antisocial and just <laughs> stare at my hands because I am just an awkward person. <laughs> I don't know how to communicate with people in, in real life. And you're like a celebrity there too. You have your meet up there, and everyone's there to. I don't know what to say when people say hi to me, and I don't know who you are. (laughs) I mean, I love everybody. I'm, I'm just, I'm a nerd that stays in their basement most of the time and doesn't interact (laughs) with society. So (laughs) I don't know how to deal with these situations. But I think you, you, you warmed up pretty well. Like uh, uh, maybe you recognize it was a lot of return people. So at this point, we can kind of try to remember everyone who was there. They will, VOK will be in its own recap, but. We had Ray was there. We had uh, Claudius the Fool. Greg was there. Thomas F.D. Ward. Uh, Whitless Chum was there, and his sister came this time with him. Nancy came with him. Um, Betsy was there with her friend Sue. Uh, John, Eigenvector John and his wife were there. Nathan and his brother were there. They're also podcast listeners. Um, Nathan actually was cosplaying uh, like the TreeNet technician. <laughs> so he was, he was influenced by our, our like TreeNet theories that he actually used that for his cosplay. So he was, or the Weirwood internet technician. So it was pretty good cosplay. We had like leaves on and a keyboard. Was that, that was it for, for, for people that listened to us? I think that was it for people. That, no, then there the, was the, a lot of people there this year. There was, yeah. There was um, James and, and, and his uh, girlfriend. Uh, I know James listens. I'm not sure if his girlfriend does. Were there? Dom actually. Uh, I mean, he wasn't at the meetup there, but Dom had a a beef to settle with us. Were you there when he came in? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Dom comes in and he's like, "Hey, I listened to your uh, recording about last year about the convention, and you guys are saying like, oh, I didn't, you didn't get the, you lost because of a technicality in the oak heart for the trivia, but it wasn't oak heart. It was Tarly. So that was his point. So we kind of debated over that for a while. It was funny. But who was right? I think um, he may have been right because there was two rounds of trivia. And so in his round, maybe we lost to Tarly. 
And then in the other one, we lost Oakheart. So, <laughs> it, so he may have been like he, he he was in that one round that he won from that one. It was again, it was from those house words. So I actually like studied those this time. So I was ready. We'll get to the trivia thing, but I I was gonna retake it for Man Woody this time. So yeah, it was oh, good. Oh. We got T-shirts again. Oh, we did. Yeah, we got uh, T-shirts that uh, Greg organized. And then John also then gave us jerseys, Manwoody jerseys as well, just for me and you. And he's going to mail them out to Mimi and Kyle. Uh, I was wearing that like the whole weekend. (laughs) It was good. Uh, The uh, significance behind jerseys, though, at the con is that um, the Friday night is a little bit more casual. Mm. And in the evening, a lot of people do the uh, what we call the Jersey Jam Jam, Mm. where you can dress as either in a jersey or pajamas from Game of Thrones. And so people just make like sports jerseys for for their houses, and it's really neat. Yeah, they have Real Mar um, Martel. They've made stags. There are they actually start chanting for their yeah. teams. <laughs> it, it can get rowdy. Yeah, I don't think they made them this year though. I think. Uh, oh, yeah. they, did they make new jerseys this year? I thought. They oh just, no, no, they brought their old. They ones brought the old ones. Year. Yeah, yeah. So I was surprised. I mean, the the ones from John were a surprise. They were nice. It's a nice jersey. You can, but the shirt is as well actually turned out really well. We used the the uh, artwork from the front from the uh, Facebook page that we have in the back, and it was good. You get your name on the back, so yeah, we're, we're building quite a collection of shirts. That I, 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 I didn't make sure to wear those when I go to cons. Yeah, I'll be wearing that at Anime North when we do our Game of Thrones. And all I might just be wearing the cosplay as well. So I might, <laughs> yeah. if I'm not wearing the cosplay, then I'll uh, the Dornish cosplay. I'll wear that sh- that jersey or shirt. Yeah, we haven't gotten the schedule for uh, Anime North yet, but mm. we are both doing the Game of Thrones panel, and also there's a photo shoot this year. Yeah, so. I probably won't be able to do. Actually, no, I I will because. I, I mentioned something, and they were kind enough to reschedule that panel, so I should oh, be able to make it to the Game of Thrones awesome. panel, unless another one gets, gets scheduled, because I have seven panels that I'm doing. So <laughs> I'm getting more and more involved in this thing. All right, so that was it for the podcast meetup. It was good. New people got interested. We, we told them about it. Um, then you did something. I was at the, Right after that was the beer tasting for me, and then you yeah. were somewhere else. I think I was just hanging out with people, to be honest. I don't remember. I might have taken a break before dinner. We, we had a volunteer dinner, you and I, right? Yeah. So yeah. how was the beer testing then? Um, so each year they they get in contact with, I think, Omagog, I think is the brewing company that puts out those Game of Thrones beers through mm. HBO. Um, so they had a number of flavors there. They uh, they just It's just uh, they do a readout. Uh, they just describe the beer and we get a little cup and we get to try different flavors. Um, and the the bar was really accommodating to the convention they're really excited to have us so they actually worked to get a number of the beers on tap so that you could actually order it throughout the weekend as well mm. so that was good it was very crowded though the place that they the area they set up for it maybe next year they'll change that area a bit because it was a bit too crowded to really enjoy yourself you're just kind of standing shoulder to shoulder while trying to drink the beer yeah. before the next one comes up and having the podcast meet up there and other things, like it, it was kind of small for that place. I mean, the down, they have the big ballroom downstairs, but if they can get those panel rooms downstairs, that would be ideal for some of these like meetups and stuff or side panels. Yeah. The other thing is um, about the numbers. Uh, this place, we have to fill a certain quota before it becomes private to us. Mm. So if we can get our number attendance numbers up higher, then it'll be just us there, and then we'd have more space Um because part of the reason is uh, we wanted to have, I think, the beer tasting in the actual bar section. But because it was open to the public at the time, we hmm. couldn't do that. So I yeah. think that's why we were in that smaller area. Because so we were about year. 80 or 90 people, but we needed about double that number to kind of... Yep, I think they, she said it was 150 we need confirmed okay. to uh, get the place private. And theoretically, you should be able to do that. I mean, it's perfect because there's so much housing there, like so many, like apartment... Uh, hotel rooms and stuff. It's easy to get like your rooms. Oh yeah, fixed I think they out. said that uh, it can room over two hundred people easily. Yeah, and then you could even cram more in on top of that. But you know, it's it's the first year at this new location, and you know, a lot of people were intimidated by that by where it was, and now that yeah. we have a better idea, we're going to be able to work with that more. Yeah, it's just not easy to fly into is the problem. Like you have to like if you can, you have no someone to carpool with, well, that it works, but. It's just the air, it's not near a major airport, so that, that's why it's difficult. But hopefully, we can get more people in. Yeah, the the airport's around forty five to an hour away. Um, 
uh, honestly, if there's a lot of people interested in flying in, they will work out some sort of um, carpooling or renting a small van or something. Yeah. That that was on the, the to-do list if it was an issue this year, yeah. but not enough people were flying in to make it's it just It's an expensive airport. It's not a major airport, right? So it's, right. It's... But if you if you're coming as a group is the best way, anyways. If you can fly in and carpool together or do that kind of thing, and I think they're going to target more locals too. There's, a, I mean, there's a college nearby, probably has people that would be interested in coming. So hopefully, we'll get the numbers up. Um, so beer tasting, you did that. We had their dinner break for volunteering. I didn't do anything with the snark grumpkin hunt. Um, oh, I was I I filmed part of that, so I was oh, yeah. part of that. Um, this year it was a scavenger hunt, which was I like that. Um, you basically had a list of things you had to find and it was all Game of Thrones related. And then, um, at the end you had to, uh, you know, explain to the crowd why each item fell under this, each category and you earned points based on that. And, uh, yeah, that, that was pretty neat seeing the, the explanations. It was a good idea. Um, one of our attendees, uh, had already drank quite a bit at this point <laughs> and had walked all the way down to the lake and brought back a kayak <laughs> for one of the items. So it was also like that. Unfortunately, that first day was kind of like rainy and cold. So I guess that kind of might have affected, or at least you know, like it was like the, there was going to be a bonfire later that got delayed. Eventually, they got it going. But yeah, the weather wasn't that great this weekend. Yeah. It, w- it was supposed to be better than it was, but it, it was just kind of miserable, which put a damper on things. It was great on the Sunday, but it was a little late. <laughs> For that, well, we stayed there through, which we'll get to, so that was fine. But mm-hmm. yeah, so then we had the the Game of Thrones season six kind of discussion predictions, and this is always kind of like it may be shocking to some people because it's kind of like a cathartic, just like let out what you don't like about the show that comes out sometimes. I mean, they all just this balanced viewpoints as well, but usually each person has a problem, so you're just kind of letting it out there is what this panel kind of <laughs> changes to. So we had that and. It was good. We had some good discussion and predictions. So at this point, was it just like the evening games while we were waiting for the bonfire? Yeah, exactly. There was uh, people were playing a drinking game. They were playing cards against Westeros. And then we got to try out FFG was kind enough. Uh, not only did they send us a prize for the board game, but they also sent um, the uh, the trivia game that uh, Jason Walden was talking about in any design a couple episodes ago. Uh, I don't know if it's formally out now or not. It's, it should be coming out soon if it hasn't. But it's the trivia game based on the show. So you, you answer questions and you're trying to like get pieces on a map and trying to take over the map that way. And it was funny because like, some questions are really easy for us as book readers and, and we can deduce it. And some of them are just like really hard. They're really specific questions. Or, and then you've got to be careful about mixing it up because there was one with like the language of the others, <laughs> which according to the show is Scroth. Huh. <laughs> so it, it, it's funny but the, the picture ones are ridiculously easy they'll be like one of the pictures and it's like who's this character and you're like well I know <laughs> it's pretty obvious for me but it was good it was it was a lot of fun I thought it was well designed we we, we uh, had a fun time playing it and we played it a couple times that weekend uh, and uh, took some photos as well and it seemed like it's particularly for a TV show viewer it'd be good but for books it can still be fun because most of them are still in alignment with the books and the books help you get it but there's still some tough questions in there so, um, did you want to do like a? Were you planning on doing a full review of the game, or is are you, are you like? I don't have access to it anymore because I mean, it's oh. for the convention. So it's every year it's going to be there, so you can play it for free at the convention. Um, okay. But I, I don't really have much more to say on it, really. I mean, okay, I'll, I'll, it, 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 there's two forms to the game. There's the base game where all you do is like you're answering questions and you're putting guys on the map, and then once you put all your guys on the map, or you can win or if you get enough territories. Uh, but then there's an advanced mode, which is like you, you can get like hero cards that can, you can use to kind of like remove people from the map so they can catch up if somebody's ahead. You can kind of like do punishments. So there's like a complicated side game. There's diplomacy. But it still ultimately comes down like you need to be good at answering questions, but it's more complicated than just doing that. Then there's a way to catch up, which is good. Because otherwise, if you get ahead, then it's almost like you're pretty much going to win if you can just keep answering easy questions, <laughs> get them out of the way. Uh, so it was good. I, I, I would say if, if you're a fan of the show in particular, then uh, it's a fun trivia game to do. Uh, if you're not, well, you're not going to get some of them, right? Because if, if you stop watching. <laughs> um, then there's no book form of the game out there right now. So 
Well, I don't think that uh, the other's language is listed in the show either. Maybe if you were reading on the HBO website. Yeah, is that, it, it's any material that's related to the show. So it, it's in like one of the DVD extras or something <laughs> that it has that. But in reality, you, you could have really uh, figured your way to it because it was like the other ones didn't work. Well, it had like Valyrian. Oh, it gives you options. <laughs> and then it was like they don't have a language. And we, that, that was half the game was like debating stuff. You're like, do they have a language or not? Well, well, it's like you think they have some kind of language. But then we're like, well, what if they're telepathic? Does that count as a language? Like, Do you name it or is it just like thoughts to thoughts? And so we, we were doing that and other stuff. It was, it was hilarious. Another like things of was this character did this or that. And we're just like debating about the question. And I'm pretty sure I found one that was wrong. I was like, no, this is... <laughs> This is wrong. So we were like kind of beta testing the game too, but I mean overall it was pretty good. And it, it would you'd figure it out when you they could it'd be somewhere in there in the show or in the extra notes. Um, I'm trying to think of a couple more examples like that, but it was it was it was good. We had, we had our debates about stuff and tried to reason it out. Oh yeah, and the, one of the guys that is a really funny guy has been there the last two years, Pasha, and yeah. he's a Russian and he's hilarious because like. He um he he seems he's not a podcast listener he may he may be listening but he seems like when he, he knows like the theories really well and stuff and he gets pretty passionate you know he's cosplays Jon Snow and so he was playing the game uh, and he's paired with Jon and they were they were taking forever <laughs> like every single question they're trying to like reason it out and then people are like hey you gotta <laughs> speed it up here <laughs> and so it was funny well hopefully in the future years we will have uh, more rooms available to us because like the trivia like that's something I would have liked to have played but. I was doing other things at the time yeah. you guys were doing that. Yeah, we should have got you into that. I mean, we played it the, n- the next night as well. I mean, you were at the, the main party. But yeah, the next time we'll get you into a, a round of that trivia. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah. Okay. So that was that was really it. Like, oh, no. What, what else did you, did you do on that Friday night? You went to the uh, bonfire? Then there was the bonfire. Yeah. Everyone kind of cleared out for that. I, I, I played a bit of the drinking game until usually uh, uh, when we play that game, we make a rule whenever there's a space that makes you have to finish your cup yeah. we usually say don't do that because you will die uh this year i was forced to do it and mm. after that's when i had to quit because that was not a pleasant experience because it was just refilled um so i had to bow out after that and then i played some cards against west Road. but then someone yelled that the you know they finally got the bonfire going it had to be delayed because of rain but it was finally dry out I, I put on a few more layers of clothing because it was not as warm as they would like it to be but uh yeah some people had uh marshmallows and uh brian who brings the ukulele uh serenaded us all and we were <laughs> singing along to various songs and it, it was fun we were just all standing around the campfire What's funny is that they gave us uh, s'mores kits the next day. People were buying s'mores kits, but I don't think they had them. They just had marshmallows. Yeah, people okay. brought their own marshmallows. Okay. Yeah. Now, see, well, now that I remember what actually – so what actually happened for me is we, I was playing games in the room there. We were playing uh, the trivia game. Then we played uh, a game I called Cheaty Mages. It's pretty fun. You, like, bet in cards. Mm-hmm. There's, like, these, th- these things are fighting each other, and you bet in them. And we, we had some good games there, uh, and it was, like – you know, the usual, like, Greg, Thomas, Nathan was there. Brian came in to play for a bit. I don't think he played Cheating Mages. John was there. And then we were playing that. We played another game. And then we, then we played uh, Werewolf, and that's when you came in. Yeah. And we played uh, we, Werewolf. And it was both our first time playing it. And you and I were, were werewolves at one point. And we couldn't and really figure out. you betrayed me. No, I didn't betray you. I just didn't do it properly. I, 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 never, I never betrayed you. No, like, you, didn't, you just didn't catch on. I didn't catch I didn't support you properly, but I wasn't like I was. Because there, there were werewolves that betrayed each other. Like uh, there was like well, Brian was a werewolf. Then we found out he wasn't. And then he betrayed. Like it was just I, we couldn't get our lies in, in, a, in alignment because I didn't know the roles. Yeah, it so, was our first time. So yeah. I, I, I fully believe that I will be better at that game once yeah. I have it completely memorized. Once you have all the roles known, then then you can support each other better. But if it's like otherwise, it's too hard to, to predict what the other person's going to say and, and do stuff. You always can go with villager, yeah, I guess. Well, it's because you're too busy trying to remember in your head. Okay, well this card does this this person yeah. does that so once you actually like know it just like that then yeah. i think it'll be a lot easier to be able to work things out in your head and i think uh keith did something really interesting or it was somebody else. i mean i think it was keith like there's a card where you're trying to get yourself to be killed oh yeah and, and, and so the, i think he or somebody was like i am a werewolf but it's like we weren't sure if he was actually a werewolf or he was, he was the just uh trying to get killed yeah 
um, yeah, yeah, I forget what card that's called, but people who think of the Tanner or something like that. Tanner, that's it. Yeah, they're they're their own victory condition. Now the werewolves don't mind if he gets killed because they also win that. So it's like a third party, but they're kind of in alignment with the werewolves. Um, so no, this is a werewolf one night. It's not the full game. There's yeah, you have your cards. Of the you close your eyes and you listen to the like. You actually have the app on your phone and tells what everybody to do. So I, I, actually, I did bluff my way. The, fir- the first time I just said I was a mason, I didn't even know what the hell a mason does. I managed to get to bluff that. But other times, I, I, I like being a villager. I like deducing who it is. I, I don't like being a werewolf as much. But uh, <laughs> there was like Brian was really good at the game. He knew all the rules as well. So that really helps when you're playing the game. You're able to, to know everything, explain it. And so should mention um, there, there are three Brians. So we are true. talking about three different people yeah. we keep mentioning. Yeah. Brian, the ballot stuffer. <laughs> Brian, I guess, yeah. or the not ukulele Brian. Okay. And then there's Brian, who's uh, Jasmine's boyfriend. Brian. Okay. <laughs> the try Brian. But but the Brians did well in the weekend. They, like they they won that election. They won like the 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 Dornish Brian won like the fight thing. So and we'll get to that. So oh well. yeah, that was. Oh no, that, that's when was the the stage fighting? Was that Friday or Saturday? That was Saturday. Yeah, okay. so we're gonna get okay, on to that. But like, what what was key is I was up really late. And so were the guys. Like because we were able to rest properly. Like a lot of past con- uh, Ice Fire conventions, I was always really getting tired. Like uh, Friday night, but this time I wasn't. So we stayed up to like three a.m. That was a poor decision on my part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was good. We had a really good time that night. And so, moving on to Saturday, uh, we got up and had the board game tournament, and uh, it was good. We had some good play there. We, I, I brought blue Aaron pieces. I got them printed out from a 3D printer, because you don't normally get them. And uh, we had a good game. There was some people getting angry, people enjoying. <laughs> I, I was playing, like, my group is the most ruthless group, and we beat on each other like crazy, and nobody cares. But, like, not everyone plays in a group like that, too, right? So it can be, but it ended up well. It was a good. It was a good event, and FFG was nice enough to, to um, again send us a signed board for the prize, because uh, we're the only really official board game tournament that happens every year. Like even they haven't had one annually for a while, but we do. So that's nice. Um, and so in the end, James uh, R won, which is good because he actually he had played for a couple of years. He even played in the first year I brought it there, so it was good play, and everyone everyone had a good time. So that's it for the board game. Now, were you at the tournament? Uh, the tournament I was. I yeah. was not at the stage fighting. Okay. Uh, Brian uh, has worked in theater, and he... Ukulele Brian. Mm. And so he did some, um, I guess, mini class on stage fighting. Mm. And it was in the morning, so thanks to my late night, I was not up <laughs> for that. So I unfortunately cannot say anything about it or how it went. There's also a costuming panel. Were you at that one? or No, I was not. Yeah, I didn't see that either. Um, I was also I do my larger cosplay on Saturday, so I took a long time getting into that as well. Yeah, and I was there. Like our board game kind of leached into the improv thing, so the improv was going on in the background, which is cool. We saw that. I missed that completely. <laughs> I was getting dressed. And then I went. Yeah, I had lunch with some of the podcast listeners uh, in the, the place near there, which is nice. We had lunch there. And then we kind of we drove out to the actual tournament uh, out in the field, which is good because it was far away for walking. Yeah, that's another thing they did not know realize that it would be quite that distance from the main building, the mm. field where it was taking place. So that's going to be something that'll be worked out better next year. Okay, so that was good. That was fun to watch. <laughs> yes, it was, it was, it was a, a field thing. in the middle of a forest. Yeah, costume contest judging. I didn't see any of that. Did you see that or? Yep, um, Keith this year competed. Hmm. Uh, and he actually won his division. <laughs> nice. Was he for for uh, Aegon or for okay? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, last year, Cheryl, I, and Keith uh, did Aegon and his two sisters, hmm. but his costume wasn't much of anything. Okay. So uh, it was just Cheryl and I who competed this year. Uh, Cheryl couldn't make it. I was just wearing the same thing I wore last year. He had pretty much redone his entire costume, hmm. so he entered it. And uh, as a novice, because that was his first real sewing project. So because of that, they were suitably impressed. Well, that's good. Now, now you got, you're dating. Now you're getting him involved properly <laughs> to cosplay. Yeah, I, I, I went into the judging with him to yeah. make sure that he remembered to mention. All the <laughs> explain everything. Did. Yeah. Because yeah. you have to get explain that properly. You did this, you did that. So the judges yep. know that. 
You have it's, to sell yourself. It's too bad Cheryl couldn't make it too. That the, we missed her definitely. Like she's yeah. a good. She was supposed to teacher. go. It was a last oh, yeah? minute uh, boss mm. issue. That's too bad. Yeah, she's been a. I mean, she is a podcast listener, so. Yeah. Okay. So, was that also like the performances? Was that at that time? I messed up there. It's funny because, well, you you kind of like came up with it at the last moment too. Like you didn't really you hadn't really uh, practiced. It was like a performance, right? Um. Yeah. In the not quite evening, I guess before dinner was. Yeah. This happened. Uh, they had a uh, because the judging takes place in private. Mm. They wanted a chance for everyone to see everyone's costume. So we kind of did like a walk across, a walk on sort mm. of. Uh, Thing where everyone just walks by in their costume and then they also had um a performance section where if you wanted to do uh you know whatever little improv thing whatever or not improv but performance piece i guess yeah um you could do that and uh dom was emceeing because he is no longer allowed to participate because he just keeps winning every year yeah well he participates just can't win like he, he still did his uh year on Greyjoy one which is pretty good yeah. He did it very well, but like he just can't, he doesn't count, like which is which is yeah. fair. I guess he's he's moved on to the elite level. And uh, yeah, Keith and I, and I mean, we we did. I, I I was thinking about doing this all weekend, just like I did. I couldn't think of anything, any real idea behind it. Just mm. um, I mean, dressed as a Dornishman, and we we've lost our uh, Rainies, so it's just Visenya and Aegon. So it's like, well, how about I just yell at a Dornishman for killing my sister? <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. Yeah, it, the idea was good. I just didn't execute it properly. Like we, what we needed to do was practice it one time. <laughs> we didn't even practice it once. Yeah, I had no idea what I was yeah. saying. I was just yelling. Because Keith was kind of looking at me like I was like, oh, I have to come in. Like, and I was like, shit, I better get in there. <laughs> it's just like collapsed. <laughs> so that was funny. But eh, it's fun. You're among friends. It is, it, you, don't, you don't care. Like, yeah. it, it doesn't matter. And it, it's fun. Like I, I've never done any... like masquerades at conventions or anything because mm. I, I don't feel up to it and like it, it's a good place to start out like a small convention where you know everyone's just having a good time and no one's taking it seriously yeah. it's a good place to start if you want to you know dip your foot into that pond so who did end up winning the uh, the presentation like one uh, uh, Brian <laughs> which Brian <laughs> um, uh, was he Jamie or was he was he a Dornish? Jamie, Jamie. Yeah, Brian, Brian E, I guess. Yeah, Brian E. Yeah, because he was with the one that was, was on trivia with us too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that that kind of rolled into trivia, which is key, because as you know, we won the trivia in 2014. We we had lost it last year, so it was time for House Manwoody to strike back yeah. even and, harder. Uh, the dinner, the yeah. the dinner hall opened half an hour later than we thought it would, and mm. so I was late for trivia because I couldn't get my dinner. Yeah, we were wondering where you were. What were you doing? Uh, dinner, I couldn't get in until 5.30, and mm. trivia started at 6, so I had to, like, order dinner and eat, and <laughs> yeah. you know, and then run away from my table and be like, sorry, I gotta go yeah. back. Should you get it to go, maybe, too? You could have brought it down, potentially. That was key. They were nice about giving to go that weekend for getting around. Um, so yeah, so Brian and I started off and then you caught up. So it was round one and we had uh, practiced with house names because we didn't want to get burned on that. And there, I don't think there, there was like one of them, in which I almost got. I messed it up. It was House Plum and it's Come Try Me. And I was like, come at me <laughs> is what I remembered. So we didn't get it, but we were close. And I think somebody else did the same thing. And come at me. one other team did say come at me as well. Yeah. So. We had the right gist of it. It's just like they wouldn't actually say at. Try makes sense in the in the books, but the same it's the same mentality. So we didn't get that one, but we did well. And uh, we we did well that first one, and we won. So we won we won trivia round one, and uh, then so we weren't technically like we could still do trivia round two for fun, but we weren't going to win officially. And we kicked ass again, and we <laughs> got that as well. We won, but uh, well, I mean, like we didn't. We didn't get to claim it, but like the the team that w- that did was only one point behind us, and it was the vassal of, of Kingsgrave team. It was Greg <laughs> Thomas, and uh, I'm not sure who who the third member was, probably John or maybe somebody else. But uh, so ma- for, for the day where they're like, okay, you, your team can't compete anymore either. Well, it was it was a Manwoody sweep. The vassals <laughs> and the uh, and the lords took it, so it was great. It was a nice uh, return to to full strength there. Go nerds. Yeah. Because we, we, we reasoned it out. It was good. Like, uh, I mean, we didn't get every single one, but we were able to... We, the, the one, remember the one we were stuck on, too? It was like the three dragons. 
Like we had it. We had oh, the two yeah, of them. Oh yeah, there was sheep eater, sheep stealer. We cannibal, and the third one we couldn't remember its name, and it was what smoke or shadow something. Grey ghost or something like Crazy. that. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> we should know it, but I think it was. Yeah. It was something involving grey or smoke. You knew it. You knew it was like grey and like grey ghost. Yeah. Who got him? No one ever got him. Did. I don't yeah. think anyone did. Yeah, sheep stealer, cannibal, and grey ghost. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, so there was a triarchy cities. There was that. There was like how many characters did this? And it was good. We we, we worked it out and we we won. So that was key. <laughs> yeah, I like the ones that involve like have to do with the free cities because that's like Yeah. That's fun reading for me. It was like oh no, one <laughs> of them was like uh, it was like who's the last known wielder of black friend? We're like, Oh, we're trying to refer to the Duncan Egg story. It's like, where's the sword? It's not here and stuff. So that was good. Okay, so then what was after trivia? After trivia, oh, award ceremony. So that was good. We got our awards. Which which uh, little house thing did you get for the um, trivia? I think Aaron. Or stags, maybe. I think it was Brad. I, I got the stag uh, magnet, yeah. and I got a keychain. And I mm. think the keychain was Aaron. Yeah, I got a Tully keychain, and then I got uh, just like all the houses are in the magnet, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good award ceremony. And... Uh, John, actually, f- listener, he won, like, they had, like, a f- fantasy football league just for convention people, and he won that, so it was and, nice. And the, the prize that Keith got was a little shot glass and a certificate. Mm. Nicely done. And he, yeah. he won the novice division, so there were other categories as well. Yeah. We kind of, and so afterwards was kind of just like a discussion of Ice and Fire, World of Ice and Fire, and you were there, and we kind of just had a group, and we were chatting, and... It was good. We were directing the chat, getting around. Everyone was contributing, and we had some good discussion. There are a mix of podcast listeners, a mix of other people there. And Silent Auction. Did you uh, bid on anything, and did you win anything? Yeah. I was bidding on two items, and I won one. I uh, did not want to go into a bidding war on the other one, but if mm. I, I could have. <laughs> <laughs> people uh, were serious about that uh, bidding there. Yeah, I uh, I um, I won a Targaryen tote bag. It's like got a very nice art embroidered uh, Targaryen sigil on it. It's very mm. large. It's like a beach bag. It's a very large bag. Uh, it's very nice looking and sturdy made, well made. Um, and the other thing that I was getting in a little bit of a bidding fight on was actually with Brian, and it was on signed copies of the Game of Thrones uh, visual novel. Oh yeah, the graphic novel thing. Graphic yeah. novel, yeah. Anime head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, basically, yeah, same novel. thing, right? Yeah. I was showing you that because that actually has the aching loins sex scene <laughs> in that. It's like the one medium that actually adapted it. Yeah, I shouldn't say Game of Thrones. It's Song of Ice and Fire. It's based on the books. Yeah, it's true. It is. Yeah. And it was the first two volumes. And it was signed, signed by George, by too. Yeah. Yeah, that was, was good. That was yeah, it's, it's price got up there, so I had to back out because I also wanted the tote bag. There were lots of other wonderful items for sale. Again, FFG was nice, kind enough to send a signed copy of the new second edition card game. And, and for a while, I was like, oh, do I want to like get this or not? Like, I already got enough stuff. I don't know if I'm going to be able to play it. And I was like, oh, I'll bid on it. And then like, it wasn't really bidding on much. I just kept bidding on it, and uh, I got it. So <laughs> I, I brought it up, which is good because we're trying to fundraise, right? And yep. So it was another thing to jam into my suitcase to, to get home it was difficult to getting it home but now yeah. i have a signed copy of the second edition card game so we'll try it out i was very point. lucky to have my luggage underweight <laughs> yeah <laughs> on my way back um yeah there, there were uh, i'm trying to think of the standout items there was a cookbook there i think it was signed i mean the one that we have the yep. song of rest of our cookbook uh, there was a liquor package where you know it's themed bottles from you know the bottles are themed for different mm. characters in the show. There's some artwork. There's like a charcoal. Yeah, there's some thing. wonderful artwork, some wood burnings. There's always usually some wood burnings. Um, they usually go for a lot. This one had some small necklace pieces as well. Um, there were some wreaths made from the books and posters. They like roll them up and um, mm. they're, they're, they're like wall pieces. They're very nice. I got one last year. It probably was a Night of the Seven Kingdoms too, I think. I think I saw a copy of it there. Yeah, so it was good. Silent auction was done. And uh, then it was the Flea Bottom dance party, which was pretty fun. You were there for the main part, so how did you like it? Um, Basically, like, people basically do party versions of different characters. So Mm. uh, this year we did the, uh, the five of us uh, did the Black, or the um, Aegon, the Unworthies, 
uh, bastards. Oh, his great bastards, yeah. The great bastards. So, and we did it as the uh, music themed. So there was the mm. uh, Blood Raven, and it was a raver. That was mm. KK. Uh, Sierra, Sierra pop star. <laughs> um, I was. Uh, I couldn't remember her name. She doesn't have a description in the book, but uh, there was a uh, uh, Missy Blackwood's one of her kids. Okay. I forget her name. <laughs> So I just I did like a rockabilly version of that just because I had a skirt that looked was black and red and would work mm. with that. Um, Keith was Damon Blackfire and he did it as uh, country. <laughs> um, Bitter Steel was uh, Dom and he was emo Steel. Yeah, he was good at that. Um, I think that was it. We were miss Cheryl was going to be the other Blackwood. The big ballroom this year without worries about noise or anything like that. So. Yep, it was very nice to have a lovely, large indoor space where we yeah. can actually have the dance party. You had the throne uh, there as well. The big the throne, throne, actually. Yeah, oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that. that. Yeah. Um, we'll get to that. Uh, yeah. I'll finish up on the dance party first. Okay. So a lot of people were doing the, you know, the fun-themed costumes party version um, because it was dirty dancing location. Mm. They, of course, played Time of Your Life, and at the part, there were multiple people trying, not doing, but attempting to do the jump <laughs> from that scene. So oh, wow. That happened a few times. <laughs> no one broke anything, thankfully. <laughs> and, yep, yeah, so that just, and at, when the party died down, it the party migrated to the volunteer cabin. So, and anyone can pretty much go to that too. We don't like it's so like not just only volunteers only. No, it's everyone can just go there afterwards when we had to close down in the ballroom. So the party just continued over there to the wee hours. I bowed out eventually. I don't know how late it went. Hmm. Yep. Okay. So then the th we had Josh brought the throne, the iron throne he had made, and people were able to take pictures on it the whole weekend. So that was nice. Yep. Uh, talked about it in previous episodes, but. Uh, if you didn't hear about it, Josh, he was at Dragon Con and he had made this throne and it is amazing. Uh, and he carts it around to other cons. Yeah, so that was good. And then we played the trivia game again, like with my friends uh, in the main lodge area and kind of just stayed there late. And then that was it. Went to sleep. Uh, next day was kind of like the checkout day. But it, it turned out that I talked to KK and we were going to stay through to watch the Game of Thrones at night. So we just kind of switched rooms. And, uh, we, but first we had the uh, kind of like wrap-up panel about Ice and Firecon, what's coming up next. And you were there as well, right? For that thing. I was so. there for the last half of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Sunday, is nothing's really going on. There's just the panel that talks about plans for the future. And it was mostly just talking about, you know, it's a new location. There's lots of opportunity to grow. Um, lots mm. of ways we can expand as long as we have the numbers. We just need to get more people there, and then we'll be able to do so much more. Yeah, and it's gonna probably it's gonna still be within April. It looks like the last week in April, last weekend in April, which yeah. is better for rates in terms of renting stuff there and just. Yeah, as soon as you go into May, it goes into wedding season, and all the rates go up. So they want to keep it in April. Mm. It's good. So if we get more people out there next year, it's, it's, it, we just have this growing subgroup of podcast yeah, listeners. Yeah, we can just get 50 more people. <laughs> we yeah. can get the plates all to ourselves. Uh, we'll be able to rent out all the rooms so that we can you know, do more panels. Mm. Yeah, do them more formal on. and more official and have just the actual separate rooms for that. Yeah. That would be great. And, and so I, I know there were other activity ideas being, you know, floated around of things that we could do, but they're just, you know, we didn't have panel rooms. Yeah. So you headed out that you you headed out on a Sunday. I remember we said our goodbyes. Yep. So I, I was. Did, the, I did, oh, so, I'm sorry. I keep interrupting you. Yes. Um. The, because uh, that night was the premiere of the Game of Thrones season. Yeah. It wasn't realized until, you know, closer to the date that they'd be able to stream the episode there. So um, I found out after I'd already booked a flight that I could, you know, that option was there to stay an extra night and watch. So I was there Sunday to be relaxed. And I actually spent a lot of time hanging out with, with Betsy, who was a listener, and her friend Sue, who had come in as well. And uh, Sue had cosplayed Melisandre. So Mimi would be proud. <laughs> Mel good Melisandre. She had um, Daenerys too, right? Yeah, she did. She had Daenerys the other day. Yeah. So we actually, the three of us went up to the, the, we are on the mountain there, but you can go up to the top of the mountain and actually have a great view. So we walked up, we had like a nice view of the whole 
valley area. We caught, I think we caught dinner there as well. Like when we got back, we just kind of hanged out with some of the people. Ray was there as well. And then we all went down at night to watch the uh, show there. And it was good. It worked. It took a little while to buffer up. But uh, they had HBO Go set up and we watched it there. And it was really fun to watch in the group have the, like the what the hell moments and kind of a bit discussion afterwards. Uh, how many people managed to stay the extra night? Let's say there was about 15 people in that room, I guess. Yeah, so it's pretty good. So maybe next year if the season's still you know, running at the time of the con, yeah. something do again. If people like, can know that, then they can, we can do more things on the Sunday and yeah. take advantage of that day. Because it, it, it's, it's good for a vacation, too. You can just go around, as I said, go up the mountain. You can take you know, advantage of the other facilities there, too. And just extend through the Sunday. So that was good. And then uh, the next day, we actually had the drive still pretty early because I had a flight on the Monday, but it wasn't done in mind for staying there. So KK and I got up really early. We left. We left at like 5.30 or something. The sun wasn't out yet, just to be safe. And so we're driving down the uh, the paved road, which is good. And there's like deer everywhere, too. You got to be really careful. It's like <laughs> the sun isn't even out yet. And there's like deer crossing. And then we like drove over something, and I think we th- it's like a rib cage of some sort of animal that was on the road. And so the car was like dragging this rib cage for a while, and we're like, we we parked it, and we like looked under, and we're like, we're gonna have to like ply off this rib cage from the car. But then wow. I was like, let's uh, just drive like in an angle, like turn the wheel over for a bit. So we we turned, and then like it dehooked from the car, and then we drove away. So it, it came off because we ch- we turned the wheel. And drove for a bit, so because we were driving straight, it was stuck. So we were like dragging this rib cage That's in the lovely. middle. Yeah. Very Game of Thrones. Yeah. So that was, and then we just drove all the way back, and it was it was good. We made good time uh, because it was early. But if I did that, I would just book the flight later in the day, so there was no rush. We were just bit of a rush because we didn't want to miss the flight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's why we didn't stay the extra night because my flight was at like twelve, and yeah. to make sure that we made it, we'd have to leave. Like right after Game of Thrones finished. Yeah, you could, you, but if you known, you could have put the fl- flight like late at night or something. Yeah, I would have Fine. done it later. Yeah, um, you could also have done it through Columbus as well, potentially, right? If you're going straight. Yeah, I, I just, um, I was staying in Chicago for the week. Yeah, so okay, that's... so then it made sense. Yeah. Oh, and this is also the trip that I've used Uber for the first time, <laughs> and it was good. It was way cheaper than taking a cab, so it was nice. Where'd you Where'd you use it? From the airport to KK's place. Uh-huh. And since I was, I had the coupon that she gave, so it was like nothing. Basically, covers the cost of it because it was the first usage. So it was good. I was impressed by Uber and maybe actually use it at uh, Comic Con. Yeah, I've never used Uber. Yeah. One day. Okay, so that's all we have to talk about uh, this convention. Maybe we'll chat briefly about upcoming ones in the after show. But uh, um, I just yeah. wanted to uh, mention another thing about sure. the location. Uh, they really loved having us there, and the bar staff were amazing and they were so excited and um like they the 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 guys uh like went around to different uh um liquor stores or whatever just to trying to scrounge up all the uh game of thrones beer that they could like they were really proud of how much they were managed to get into their location Mm. and uh like and it the the drinks were very reasonably priced and it was just they were very good (laughs) It was very nice. Uh, Ravenwood only sold beer, so it was nice to actually have a proper bar, mm. and it was a nice, you know, sitting area as well. So, and yeah, it was it was great. Yeah, there were there were good people. I mean, it's funny because like oh, there's there's a seafood buffet that was going on one of the nights, so all these people came in for that. Some of some of our people went to that as well, but it it was like a true convention that's in the middle of a city. Like you, you and you know, you're a true cosplayer when you're just walking around, you don't care. Then people are looking at you when you're cosplaying. But it would be nice to have that place to ourselves, and we can if we have more people. So yeah, we can just have the whole the, place to the ourselves. The food there is also very, very good. I think they pride themselves on having like all natural ingredients along that line. There's you know decent variety, decent pricing, and it was you know very good taste. I mean, it's food. still like, quite important to stock up like yourself on snacks and have your own stuff because it is. It's better than Ravenwood. It's still expensive, but if, if we especially get it at our own place, maybe we can have like again a theme dinner. For a good price, I think they'd be up for it. We just need to we we need to have the place to yourself, and to do that, we need more people confirmed. And I think uh, I'm not sure if this is accurate or not. Someone told me that 
the liquor laws in that district, um, that that's the only location that sells liquor, apparently, or something like mm. that. So that's why a lot, like, it's a quite the hangout for the locals in the evening. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not sure how accurate that is or not, or I could be getting some things confused, but there's apparently a rule that once you go up a certain height, then you're allowed <laughs> to sell. Mm. So because it's on a mountain, <laughs> they're allowed to sell. So, and it's like a dry county or something like that. I don't understand U.S. laws, so. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, unless you have anything to add, we can wrap it up, I guess, so. Thanks for listening, yeah, and uh, check us out on podcastvicefire.com, on Twitter, and even our Facebook, and we'll see you next time. Okay, so just kind of for the after show, we've confirmed we're going to do Anime North. Uh, we've got panels. We're doing the Game of Thrones panel there, Game of Thrones photo shoot. And we'll probably, if people want to meet up, maybe we can meet up briefly, like we did last time with uh, uh, Mary. So. Yep, if anyone else is going to be there, um, definitely say hi. I'll be running around. Well, we'll both be running around because we're both doing a lot of panels. Yeah, this is the year where I hit my max panels, which is good. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing seven, and I'm doing like three and two photo shoots. So um, we're gonna be. And the yeah. three you're doing. Well, one of them is Black Lagoon, which we've reviewed on uh, uh, Bastards King's Grave. The other one is Game of Thrones, and then what's the th- one that you're confirmed on? Um, it's in the Yowie North section. Okay, is it Black Butler related or is something else? No, it's, it's just a more general one. Mm. Yeah, it's too bad they didn't give you more panels. Like, you, you wanted it. You wanted the basketball one. Yeah, there were, there were a few other ones I tr- signed up for, and they didn't get approved for whatever reason. So when you're there looking at your Steven Universe and My Little Pony panels and uh, Supernatural and be like, why, why is this not anime here? I don't know. Because <laughs> mm. I signed up for more anime. And didn't <laughs> so that, that's they didn't my little give it, or people there. didn't sign up for it, but... Yeah. Uh, well, one of them, I, as far as I'm aware, we have a full group, and we were even discussing it. Like, we, we were planning our panel, and it's yeah. not approved. So it's like, dude, some people just don't even show up to their panels and never speak to their panelists, and we're yeah. like planning this shit. So I'm a little ticked that that one's been ignored. So hmm. Anyway. Okay, so that's Anime North. Rant. <laughs> <laughs> Which Keith will be at as well. Yep. Keith doesn't listen to the podcast, though, I think, right? I don't, no, I don't think he does. He might listen to this one, because, yeah. you know, he was there. And now the real question is, what's going to happen with Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con? Uh, because you're on the fence about that. Well, I, well, I don't I don't even have it confirmed yet. We haven't heard about press yet. Um, I think the panel is one of the big reasons I want to go yeah, to it, so... Being able to say I was on a Comic-Con panel is kind of the only reason yeah. I want to go. So and and if we get the panel, you'll be able to get a free guest. So maybe Keith can come if you can convince him to come. Um, yeah. So we'll find out soon. Actually, I think like last year we found out in like May eighth or May tenth. So it's probably coming up soon. And I actually applied for two panels. I applied for our Ice and Fire fan panel, and I applied for a general panel on podcasting, which I think could be interesting. I might actually be the moderator rather than the panelist for that. So yeah. But in an ideal situation, we get that. I've got some spots still saved for accommodations, and then we'd do it. And he'd fly over, and we'd <laughs> do Comic-Con. Yeah. And meet Kyle. Yes, finally. Yeah. Convince him to come to Ice and Fire Con next year. Yeah, exactly. That's what we need to do is get Kyle there. And, and really, it is just getting him, flying him over to Columbus, because then he could just carpool with us. So it's got to get that, get, convince him to come over there. Actually, Mimi said she wanted to go to Comic-Con next year. But I guess because she, she can always like leave her kid with her parents for a weekend <laughs> with the grandparents and then come. So we, maybe we can still convince her. She had, was so close to coming to Ice and Firecon before. It just didn't quite work out schedule-wise. But 
we need to find a way we can all meet. We, I guess it, it doesn't have to be all four have to be there. We just got to we all have to meet at some point. <laughs> It'd be nice after eight, over eight years to meet more. Yeah, over eight years. I was just looking like the, I think it was yesterday. It was like this thing came up and it was like this eight years ago. It was my post that we had 100 subscribers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, it's crazy thinking it's been almost a decade. I can't believe it's been almost a decade. Well, Winds of Winter could be out though. In, in actual, within the that time frame, you think we're going to go over to the ten years before we get wins? Oh no, no, it'll definitely be out yeah. within the next two years. I think I think we could get it. Maybe it's going to come out right on the tenth anniversary of the <laughs> podcast. It's going to be timed. Yes. It, 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 that's the thing. If that thing came out at the wrong time, for the, we were joking about that. If it came out like right before the convention, then <laughs> no one's going to go to the convention. They'll be like reading the book, like at the convention. But it's yeah, unlikely actually- that would. I think that happened at a Harry Potter con. That oh, yeah? Like, there was a Harry Potter con that was the same weekend as the book release. Oh, wow. I think. This is like years ago, though. So I, not, uh, not, not one that I was at. Mm. Or it might have just been there was a big convention that weekend, and a lot of people were at the con, holed up in their room, trying to finish the book before they left, because there'd be spoilers everywhere. What's the big, uh, the big anime ones that you go to uh, conventions in the States? Um, Colossal Con, mm-hmm. it's the weekend right after Anime North, but it's yeah. in um, Ohio, so it's not too far from me. Okay. And it's at a water park, so that's why. How interesting. That. Um, that's the other one that I try to make. Uh, I sometimes go to Anime Midwest in Chicago, just because it's. I'm always in Chicago. It's mm. smaller. Um, I've been to Yomacon once. It was so right. It, it, it's, a, it's in the end of October, so it's a bit colder. And it's the convention center is separate from the hotel so you do have to walk outside for quite a while to get between the two so i'm not sure if i'll go back to that or not it was in um, detroit now i have like a convention season to have these conventions but i'm trying to think if there's any other one i really want to go to at least once to to see if i was more into blizzard games i do blizzcon but i only do hearthstone so i don't think it's worth it Mm -hmm. to do that so we can wrap up now but i want to mention to you this may be of interest like the nexus card is really awesome oh yeah yeah, it's only it was only fifty bucks for five years, and uh, I used. I mean, like, I mean, you still talk to the border agent going in, but like coming back, I was like, I just you put it in and like it scans you, you do it, and then it's like I'm like waiting to talk to the border, and it's like waves you by. It's like no, no, you're not supposed to talk. You're supposed to just <laughs> go. So I didn't well, have to it, wait in line to go back into Canada. Don't you have to like have an interview or something to? You do actually, yeah. You, you but it, it's just to confirm who you are, like okay. so. I guess I guess that could might be tricky for you. But <laughs> uh, I've found they've really lightened um, uh, customs at the airports. Like yeah. c- going through by car, it's still a pain in the ass. But yeah. if you're going through the airport, it's really pretty easy. Um, and you can always just have a printout of your uh, whatever you're going to in case they're really curious, and you can just show it to them. Yeah. Yeah. It just it, it, you can use it within Canada as well. Like any airport you go to, you go in the fast lane. So that yeah, itself you just is have worth a left it. Lineup. You, like you just you, there's no stress going to the airport anymore. You just boom, you're right through it. And uh, apparently, you can like pre-register in, in within the U.S. too. So you just the thing about yeah. the airport is that you still have to go through the security main the main lineup for security. Yeah. So, like, you, but it's still even that has lineup, its own, no, but, but that 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 has its own line for Nexus. It does. To it the does. Yeah. Section? Yeah. So you you buy like even within Canada if you if you're just going from like any pretty much any major airport in Canada, you're just going within like one city to another. It, there'll be a nexus line when you go into security, and it'll just cut over, and you'll like get in front of everybody. Well, what about in the states? In the states, it was like that as well. In the states, you actually have to like put your info in the card. Like it, when you book your ticket, you can put the info of your nexus thing, and then it goes into your ticket, oh. and then you can go in that special lane. If you don't, you might have a little issue going that lane. But in Canada, you don't need to do that. You just show up and you share your nexus card, and you just get to go in that special lane. So, because most of my travel is within Canada, still, I still I use it going to the states. But so even within Canada, I'm just like boom. Uh, I, go, I used to be like I used to hate people that did that. Now I'm now I'm the asshole that goes to the front <laughs> of the line because I have a Nexus card. So it's nice. It's it's especially when the U.S. dollar was equal to the Canadian. Yeah. It was really cost effective because it really was just fifty dollars. If you did, if you did it now, I think it charges you the U.S. So it would be like oh, seventy like or something. 80. It may, maybe is it, is it even that low? But I mean, still, it's for five years. Um, you well, seem to do a lot of travel. But. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's, we're at like seventy-five cents, but then you add on the bank conversion rate, so it takes it up to like. That's 30. true. That that is so dumb. It's, it's a pain in the ass. 
Yeah, that's why it's yeah, annoying to, to buy anything from the States now. I, wanna, I need to look into getting a U.S. credit card. That's what I need to do. Yeah, you're right. They don't charge those fees then. You can typically get them for, for free if you have the right amount of money in, in your account. Yeah, I, I keep on putting it off. And yeah. I, I'm just like thinking, it's like, why do I, I? I just get it because I'm just paying this money for no reason. You're there all, all the time too. You're right. Yeah. For you, it would be worth it. I believe like, uh, I don't know, which, which bank do you use? TD. I'm sure they have like a good American. Yeah, they they have they have one. So that's that's just me being stupid. (laughs) I need to do that. Get it to avoid those fees at least. Yeah, and it probably gives you a good conversion rate as well. Okay, thanks then. Like anime, like Game of Thrones, then check out the Bastards of Kingsgrave. The bastard offspring spawn from the aching loins of your two favorite fandoms, Bastards of Kingsgrave. The intersection between a song of ice and fire and everything else.